Hey, I'm Derek. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Starville's House of L. What's up, everybody? Steve, hello. What's going on, man? The triumphant return of sexy House of L show. <laughs> yes, we're back. We took too long off. We did take a long time off, but we it needed. It was needed. Yeah, it was. It really was needed. well deserved. We were getting burnt out, um, not by you guys, but it was just very treacherous there for a while, and we, were, we just needed a break from. Well, Everything. Between Skynext and this and real life and Geek Out Loud. I finally got a Geek Out Loud out. Hey! Yeah. Uh, golf clap for you, sir. I'm very, indeed, very indeed. happy for you about that. And it's uh, it's good to be back here, though, because this is, this is our favorite. And uh, this is, or it's my favorite. I don't know about you. Um, <laughs> you probably you probably cling to that, that Geek Out Loud, uh, you know, like it's no tomorrow. But Well, it's, I, a, it's got a special place in my heart. I can't lie. Well, then th- this one does do for me. So th- this would be why this is, this is important to me. But one reason I'm so excited about being back... My voice is killing me right now. I apologize if I drift off in the middle of this. Uh, do, do we have any doctors listening? Because I've just got some kind of medical anomaly that I need looked at. If, if anybody, you, you could be there. a medical anomaly yourself, sir. Well, I, I, I think I would pass for one. I don't really. I think I'm doomed. I don't really know. I've got like, a, like a week now. I've had this really horrible pain in my throat, and um, it's it's not like I'm getting sick. Like I feel great, but I've got it's like. I swallowed something wrong, and it's just, oh, it, I just want to, like, claw my throat out. Well, have so, you eaten any chicken wings lately? I have not eaten any chicken wings. Thank you. Have though. you eaten any fish lately? No, no bones. Uh, hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm drinking Gatorade like crazy, though, and you're not supposed to drink that stuff unless you're, like, madly, you know, working out or mowing well, the Well, those electrolytes will strip your throat. Really? This is bad? I don't know. I'm just making stuff oh, up. I was about to say, you're from Georgia. What the <laughs> hell do you know? Oh, uh, speaking, can I just, can I mention something real quick sure, about Georgia? Sure, before we get into things, let's do yeah, this. Yeah, this weekend, every year in Georgia, for the past, I guess, five or six years, mm-hmm. there's been a big event called Peaches to Beaches. And there is a main highway, it's not an interstate, it's just, it's a state road called, and it's number 341, mm-hmm. that runs from middle Georgia all the way down to the coast uh, around Brunswick, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And Derek, they have a yard sale that stretches from I've heard Middle of that. Georgia to Brunswick, Georgia. I've heard of that. It is the, I mean, it's like only in Georgia are people going to proudly display their junk by the side of the road. Y'all stop on in and see what we got. It's the, hell yes. It's, you know, it's just red. <laughs> I have never seen so many polyester clothes in my life. Oh, I've actually heard of that before. It's pretty funny. There, up in Memphis, Tennessee, there's one that, um, it's an entire neighborhood that one like Saturday uh, out of the year. It's like five hundred, six hundred houses, houses in this neighborhood. They all have this huge yard sale. Like well, every I single almost, house. I can almost understand a neighborhood, even if it is a large, large one. But it's like half the state, man. And what really ticks me off is three forty one goes right through our town. It's a it's a road I have to travel a lot, and there are just a lot of rubberneckers. Like they people just stop suddenly to look and see what's going on and and, and it's just you get behind them and it really ticks me off because it's like stupid rednecks how many you know how much more trash do you need in your front yard you know how many more fisher price slides do you need 
And, and I mean, because that's the kind of stuff. But here's what happened to me this morning. I was headed up 341 over to another town to do some work over there. And, um, and I became a rubbernecker because <laughs> I'm driving along and there's this table. These ladies have a truck set up on the corner and just this table out. And it is stacked like five feet high with boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts. And I'm like, what? What was that? Whoa! Whoa! And like I broke my neck, caused a wreck. It was, it was pretty bad stuff because Krispy Kreme donuts will capture my attention like nothing else will, sir. Your food door went off. That's right. <laughs> Did you just snort? Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> I've never heard you snort before in my life. Oh, my God. Well, it's, <laughs> it, it's something I've picked up from, you know, someone on the forums. Something you picked up. You can't pick up snorting. That's not like a... That's a habitual. I mean, that it's not habitual. You know, it's not habit forming. You just you're born with that. No, it's habit forming. I I learned it from someone. You don't just st- whatever. You don't just start snorting. Let, all I'm going to say is Tinkerbell sprinkled me with some snorting dust. Wow. So that sounds like acid or something. <laughs> totally in for that. Uh well, we've got a lot to talk about today. We've been leading up to this huge announcement that we've been wanting to make. Actually. Graham and I recorded a new episode of The Tenth Wonder last night. It's been posted this morning by the time this episode goes up, which hopefully will be Friday night. But we may be waiting on screen caps because I understand JC was not a huge fan of Hero, and I don't know if I'm going to wait around on screen caps for him or not. I may just go ahead and have to post the episode up, uh, depending on how he feels about watching it again. But um, <laughs> So Graham, broke this, uh, Graham and I broke this news. Actually, technically, I broke the news of the forums last week, but if nobody took the time to read something backwards, then, um, you know. If no one went and put their topic. monitor up to a mirror. Yeah. Like, I can't read backwards. My yeah, cord I have this stretch. image of, yeah, I have this image of, like, Tim holding this, you know, computer monitor in front of a mirror what does it say uh poor tim big announcement (laughs) big announcement we've got a couple of big announcements today first big announcement this is huge this is the biggest announcement this this is the big thing and and graham wanted to wait till the end of 10th wonder and i was like that's bs because that's like something in your home is killing your children tied at 11 you know that's like the most horrible thing ever i hate doing that to people you could be dead by 11 30 tonight at all three of our shows technically all four of our shows because geek out loud is going to get on in on this too uh the 10th wonder house of l skynex geek out loud are all going to be represented at comic con in san diego this year now not only are steve graham and i going to be in attendance we have been asked to do a 90 minute panel so technically that means um that we're going to bore you for 90 minutes. That's right. Uh, hey, guys, did you check out this other panel? Because that's all where all our information's coming from. <laughs> did you see the Smallville panel? Because that was where I was. Because if you missed here. it, here's the recap. This is basically what happened. So you could hear us, and it just sounds a whole lot more twangy. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to do a 90-minute panel. We don't know what day yet. That The schedule for that will come out later, probably in uh, May, early June. But... Because of that, we can do 30-minute Q&A with you guys, uh, should you plan on showing up, and a 60-minute live episode from Comic-Con with any of you that show up at Comic-Con in attendance in the audience. That's huge. Here's the problem. Now, keep this a secret, boys and girls. <laughs> Graham, Graham just automatically assumes that we're doing a live 10th Wonder. We That can't happen. It just can't. 
because it won't be fun. We, it has to be a live House of L episode. <laughs> you laugh at me? It's well, the I just, truth. I mean, it's like, wow, uh, Graham, I hope you're not listening to Starkville's House of L. No, he doesn't listen to this. What, what a jerk. Why didn't he listen? He doesn't watch Smallville. Okay. Yeah, I don't. And if not it's that a you really wonder, have to watch. Not that you really have to watch Smallville to listen to the House right. of L. But. <laughs> well, you know, and the thing is, is it's Tenth Wonder, and I'm not really hey, part Mom. of Tenth Wonder. We, but that was the thing. We agreed that no matter what show would be represented for the live show, we would all three comment on it. So Graham, right. Graham would talk about Terminator because he's been watching it. If we did the Skynext, you know, we'll probably put it to a vote in the audience. So if anybody is coming to Comic Con this year and you're a House of L or a Tenth Wonder fan or Skynext, it doesn't really matter. But House of L will really be the fun one to do. Yeah, it really will. Yeah, because we can just. You know, or you know, there's potentially it could be fun to do a Skynex. It would be fun to do. I a mean, Skynex. potentially there's some potential things going on. Yes, potentially. So, so I, I, I really, I just can't wait. To, I don't care what show does a live show. I don't know if we can do a live show. That that was something that was brought up. That it was a definite possibility. It may just be a 90 minute Q and A. Um, they said autograph signing. I really have a hard time believing that. <laughs> Who um, wants our autograph? I don't know. I want an eight by ten of Steve, though. I think that would be hilarious to hang on the wall. <laughs> I don't uh, fit on an eight by ten. Neither do I. All of my pictures have to be poster size. <laughs> so I got a twenty-seven by forty out in the trunk. I can sign for you. Um, I just can't wait to go, man. I can't wait to meet some people finally. Uh, we went to Dragon Con this year, last year in Atlanta. We got to meet some people. Graham and I did. Uh, a lot of Tenth Wonder fans. Um, I just want to meet some House of L fans, and I know a bunch of them go to Comic Con every year. And I just I'm floored that they that they called us up and said, you know, we want you guys to do a panel. So you know, more information as it becomes available right now is a definite. Three of us will be in attendance. Ninety minute panel, San Diego, July twenty fourth through the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. I can't really remember. So um, that's huge, though. That is a big deal. That is a super um, big deal. And we're not bragging. We're just we're honored. Oh, and, I'm stoked. Uh, I mean, this is, listen, I would never have in my wildest dreams as a little kid who just always, you know, read about these Comic-Con things and, and growing up and, and online now reading these reports would have never thought that I'd actually go out to San Diego for the granddaddy of them all, much less have have a panel. Right. I mean, I could care less if 10 people show up. I can still say, I had a panel at Comic-Con. Yeah. And here's the other thing. If you, by chance, cannot get out to San Diego, I know it's expensive, gas, what have you, you know, gasoline's very expensive now, you know, flying, whatever reason. Um, on the other side of the coast, in, later in September, we will be doing a live show at DragonCon. We've been asked by the podcasting track at DragonCon in Atlanta, Georgia, to do one. So, Which I'm really looking forward to that because it's closer to home for little old me. Right, so uh, if you're in Kansas, you know, stuck right there in the middle, or Oklahoma or something, sorry. You know, can't really get out one way or the other. But, either way, uh Coming to Wizard World Chicago. I've always wanted to go to I Wizard World. I mean, I've up. always really wanted to go to Comic Con. I mean, that's, that yes. is, as you yeah. said, the Mac Daddy, but that's huge. Hopefully, Smallville, Terminator, Heroes will all three be big in attendance this year. I know Heroes will. I've already been told that by the guys. Hopefully, with this probably being Smallville's last season coming up, uh, we'll get to that in a minute with the Smallville and Superman news. Uh, hopefully, they'll have one big last hurrah, you know, at Comic Con, and then hopefully Terminator season two will be renewed and they have a big presence too. I'm just I'm excited to be there. I'm excited to meet you guys. I hope anybody that can can come out. Um, 
No, I'm not going to sign an autograph. I'll buy you a beer. I might do that, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not signing an autograph. I'll sign an autograph. Why, why don't you go sign? Nobody wants your autograph. Well, you never know. Okay. Well, I, I want to like hang with people. I don't want to be like sitting behind a table. Like, what's your name, little boy? <laughs> well, no, weathered. I don't want to be sitting on a table, but you'll know me. You'll you'll know me by the shirts that I wear. I'm weather. Yeah, he wears the same shirt every day. <laughs> any picture, I've, anytime you ever see Steve Glosson in a picture, he's wearing the exact same. T-shirt. Look for the tiny. Look for the red tiny plaid shirt. Um, I'm actually wearing that one right now. No lie. You are not. I swear. <laughs> swear to Tom. Swear to I Tom. I am. just fell out of my chair. I think. <laughs> Oh my God! You're making my throat hurt. Um, <laughs> that's the funniest thing those, I've ever heard. Those cursed electrolytes. I seriously just like bashed him for wearing that shirt yesterday in like three pictures on three separate occasions. I was like, "Is that the only you know freaking thing you wear?" And then boom, he's wearing it right. I think he's just doing it. To it's spite one of those me. favorite shirt things, man. No, I think you're like Clark. I think you've like you open up your closet and you've got like twelve of them in there, and like you know. That, hey, the, you know what shirts. the thing is, is I can totally identify with Clark because my closet has a lot of similar looking clothes in there. Yeah. So, uh, and some of the same exact things, too. Awesome. I like I what I like, man. I cannot believe you're wearing that. Well, that's great. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to uh, to be there. I think I'm weathered by autograph stuff after help, working with John this long. Yeah. I just, I hate. I hate autograph lines. Well, it's not like we'd have a big line for our for. Well, our no, I'm not. Anyway. I don't think anybody's going to want our autograph anyway. I'm just saying, if there are actually people that want to come listen to us, I want to hang out with them. I don't right, want to be like, yeah. I want to hang out with these people. Especially I don't know if I want to hang people. out with you or not. You give me a few minutes to get to know you. Some of yeah, some of you, know, you go away. I don't want to talk to you anymore. But, Bring me you know, donuts though, and hey, you got Krispy Kreme. Steve's good to go in a red plaid <laughs> shirt. You, you've made a friend for life right there. He likes if you scratch behind his ear, too, i tell you that much. I'm not speaking from experience, but... Oh, wow. Well, we you know, we've got so many other things going on right now. Shoe 2 is making uh, its return, I hope, uh, next week. Hopefully, we're going to have two episodes up next week of Shoe 2 with the... Uh, and that will tide some people over, because after Veritas airs in two weeks, there will be two weeks of repeats um, before the final five episodes begin of Smallville. So... Yeah, I'm excited to bring Shoe 2 back because I really like Shoe 2. It's just hard to find a time for it. Um, there's a necessity. Yeah, I can't talk today. There's a necessity to get Shoe out, you know, when a new Smallville episode airs. And but there's not as much a need for Shoe 2. It's just more fun to do. Well, and you and I mean, and that's one of those things that you can guarantee is going to take, you know, an hour. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's going to take 42 minutes of watching the episode, and that's it. So, because there's no AAC or anything involved with that, all that good stuff. Um, another cool thing: House of L was featured in the official season six companion book. This is not out yet. I I made the announcement on the site the other day. I was like, "Go pick it up," and then I realized that Titan uh, sent my copy early. Um, Ooh, so that, Titan sent my copy early. Shut up! Uh, <laughs> I hate you sometimes, like so much. Um, but it's really, it was really cool because I was flipping the book and it was like, Start with House of L. I was like, hey, wait a minute, I have something to do with that show. That I, name seems familiar to me. I know that guy. I know him. I wonder if I can get him to autograph my book. <laughs> yeah, bring those. your season six companions to Comic-Con. I still have those uh, Scholastic um, book 
bookmark prints and that you put in the front of the book. This book belongs to Derek Russell. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so that was really cool to see. Greg, Craig Byrne wrote that, who owns uh, Krypton site, and he's also doing the Season 7 Companion. You can go over to our new website, and I don't remember if I was able... I think you were able to announce this uh, the last episode we did. Um, but we do own smallvillepodcast.com now, so you can reach us getting there if you can't remember houseofvillepodcast.com. But uh, another way you can get up with us is smallvillepodcast.com. And um, I guess another big thing that's coming on, you want to talk about this one? Yeah, we, uh, Derek and I have been talking behind the scenes a lot, and, and, you know, and, and things are kind of slowing down for both of us, and so we're going to try to squeeze in one more podcast, a new podcast. And we've been talking about one of the shows we're excited about that's going on right now. Um, they've been in some repeats. They're getting ready to come back with new episodes. And then, uh, as what we understand, they've been picked up for their uh, next season. And so we're we're excited. We're going to be pulling out uh, Supernatural Starkville. Supernatural uh, Starkville. This is going to be one to pull off. Um, Supernatural has been going strong now. It's in its third season. It's been renewed for a fourth and uh, we've actually been invited out to the set to do a bunch of stuff, and uh, I, I'm and, uh, excited to uh, to be talking about this one and to bring this one. This is going to be it, though. This is it for the podcast until one of these shows gets over with. This is the last one we're doing. So look for that, you know, in the coming month or so. I would say. Um, yeah, just keep that, just just stick with us here at Shoe, and we'll let you know the details on Supernatural Starkville. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the big news going on with House of L right now. We've got a ton of Smallville news to get into, and we'll do that right now. The biggest of which is Season 8 confirmed, as if there was any doubt. Season 8 is coming back in the fall of 2008. Um, don't know a full episode commitment yet. I assume it's going to be a full season, hopefully, especially after we're only getting 20 episodes for this season, um, which is great, which is a lot better than 15. You know, We're getting the five extra ones now that the strike is over with. But Season 8... Big deal. Um, there's going to be a huge changes for this season. This season's going to be very different than probably any. Ever. It's going. You know how season one was like different than than two through seven have been. Yeah, I think that uh, it, for me, season five was a shift in things. You know, season five was a big change because you were out of high school now. You were in college. Chloe kind of, but it still planet. had that that manifesto with it. You know, right. is that a good word? It still had to carry that mantra. Yeah. That, like, it was really picked up in season two. Like, to, for me, the weirdest, most out-of-place season was one. And I think that might be topped by season eight, because I think it's not weird, but I think it's going to be very different than what we've seen the previous seven years. Well, um, sure even this is. season, a lot of people say that this season's been very different, and it has. It's 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 been, uh, things have, um, um, been odd. Not really odd, but what's the word I'm trying to think of, Steve? Well, it's it's been uh, different, Derek. That's not a good word. Okay. Uh, it's been <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasant surprise. Everything that's happened it, it from the really introduction. Has, it's different does not mean bad. It's been a no. Good, this has never. been one of my favorite seasons by far. Definitely, I like change. I'm a big fan of change. Uh, the introduction of Kara, um, all these new little things that have come in. It seems know. bigger. Can I? It, maybe that's it because. I guess the introduction to Kara, and there's so much referencing to Krypton. Um, Actually getting to see Krypton. Yeah, I mean, more stuff with Jor-El, Zor-El. It has seemed bigger this season. It really has. Even though we've, you know, episode-wise was cut short, everything just, the stakes seem higher, The you know, and so I think it's just been ramped up a little bit. They've really upped the ante on it, and I hope they continue to with season eight, because I think there's a whole other world of possibilities 
of things they can do with this last season because by the time this season ends, so much is going to have changed. A lot's going to change over these next seven episodes. Um, a lot of things are going to, a lot of loose plot lines are going to be tied up. A lot of things that people had forgotten about and people are going to be like, oh yeah, I've completely forgotten about that. A lot of that's going to come back into play over the next couple of months um, leading up to episode 20, which is going to be the season seven finale. And I think everybody's going to be pleasantly surprised of all the stops they've pulled out to tie everything together and to make everything really seem complete. Because there's a lot of stuff for some reason or another over the previous years that have been dropped. Um, several some, things. I well, mean, the, the, the caves are gone. The caves, but you know, not so much dropped as is replaced. I mean, right. the caves were kind of the fortress of solitude. Yes. And now we actually have the Fortress of Solitude. So there wasn't really a need for the caves anymore, other than the fact that it is a transport to the Fortress of Solitude. Clark can run up there if he wants to. Kara can run up there. But, well, by the time Kara actually went up there, she lost her memory. But it's all about, um, you know, progressing the show forward. And in order to do that, a lot of the things were lost. Now, unfortunately, some of the things had to be... Um, you know, left hanging for one reason or another. One of those things was um, the passing of Christopher Reeve and his character Virgil Swan. We we didn't get to, you know, experience all of that because um, he passed away. His character was kind of left in limbo because he was having a lot to do. He was going to be in the early parts of season four and he was going to progress that story forward a little bit more and they had to bring in Margot Kidder to play Bridget Crosby Um because of, you know, restrictions and everything, and then Christopher Reeve died, and, you know, they just couldn't pull that back in. And now, they're actually going to have the daughter of Virgil Swan come back in these final few episodes. Actually, well, definitely next week, um, Traveler, and, and maybe in Veritas. Um, and she's going to progress that story a little forward a little bit more, but it's actually just going to be tying up loose ends, which is good, because there are a lot of them in Smallville. Yes. Yes, there are. You got something to say? Well, I don't know. I just started whispering for some reason. Okay, that's fine. We'll just cut that out. That was weird. Another another thing right now is, speaking of Traveler, we've got some images for It and Veritas that the CW released actually a couple weeks ago, but we've, like I said, we've been out of commission for a little while. Um, These images aren't anything grand, I guess. Um, Nothing incredibly earth-shattering. No. There's um, a gun pointed at Lionel at one point in one of the that's pictures. In, yeah, in Traveler, but that happens at least twice a season. Yes. Um, and then Veritas shows um, James Marsters returning as Brainiac, and he has an interaction with Kara inside the Kent barn, he's, and he's very decked out in his black leather. Excited to see James Marsters come back. Always mm-hmm. excited to see him. I enjoyed Persona very much. Yes. I did, and I hope now that um, the season, he's uh, they're talking about him maybe returning in episode 18 before the season closes out, because his uh, storyline was going to tie up uh, season 7. You know, Veritas is supposed to be it, and he was going to <clears throat> wreak havoc, I guess is the best way to say that, on everybody, and that was going to be in a much more larger way than even happened in Vessel. Uh, really? Yeah. So, um Hopefully they've they've made all that mesh really well together now because now we've got you know episode sixteen through twenty coming after Veritas. Thank God the strike's over because now we get you know a look into a little bit of everything else. Yes, 
So that's really good. Now the question on everybody's mind with season seven coming to a close and season and there's been some speculation that there will be a death in these final seven episodes. I'm not even speculation has been flat out said somebody's going to die in the, the final seven episodes of, of this season. And because some contracts are in limbo and because uh, season eight has been officially confirmed, people want to know, and we've had hundreds of emails at House of L, the forums have been talking about it, people want to forum, know. The forum is alight with, um, with, with discussion over this situation. Oh, I, mean, I thought, you, you, know, I thought you were saying it was like a light, like come to the forum. No, like, no <laughs> stay away from the forum. No, I'm just, I mean, it has, I mean, literally people have been burning their keyboards to pieces mm-hmm. uh, with, with talk about who's leaving and who's going. And it's well, funny, been... and it's funny to watch as someone mentions someone leaving and there may be another person that's a fan of that, that, that person they, that someone has suggested is leaving. Right. They get a little defensive about it. No, uh-uh. It can't be not. happening. Clark can't die. <laughs> How could Clark die? Um, and this is not, oh, Clark gets shot and, and Jor-El slash Lionel restores his powers. Oh, Lana the clone gets blown up in a car, dies. This, this is, is Jonathan Kent has a heart Jonathan attack and dies. This is Jonathan Kent has a heart attack and you see him put into the ground, dies. Yeah. This, this is, is Whitney's dad, dies. Did I tell you we were talking about reckoning the other day or something and john just busted out you know i was in that coffin and i just <laughs> spit out my drink like oh my god like i was I, he completely caught me off guard with that i it was so funny um but yes yeah, somebody you know I was in that coffin you know i was in that coffin don't you that is method acting sir i tell you, you what were, you were all up in that uh somebody is going to bite the dust very soon now, people are, are crazy reading into this because of whose contracts have, it's been, you know, officially said whose contracts are solid and who's not returning. Because early on, uh, these characters were signed for different, um, different times. Remember the first season, John Glover was just a guest star, you know, right. and then season two came in, he was a series regular you know, in the first season. Uh, Whitney was just, you know, he was just a season one regular, and then like season four, Jensen Ackles was just for that, um, and now they've got Aaron Ashmore and and Laura Vandervoort on season by season agreements. So it, but you know, people that most everybody was originally signed for just seven year contracts, and now having to renew these things has come into uh, a little bit of a problem, I guess. And not everybody's re-signed yet, and because of that, everybody's just up in arms on who is not coming back and who will be there, and everybody, and Michael Rosenbaum has clated, clated, stated very clearly that he won't be returning for season eight. He's going on to do other projects and stuff, but now it's, you know, it's kind of, oh, well, I'll be there for some of them, you know, so this is whose contracts have not been re-signed for season eight yet. Kristen Crook, Allison Mack, and Michael Rosenbaum have not officially re-signed their contracts for Season 8. Now, time is still there for this to happen. That does not mean that any of these three characters are completely off the show. Um, the only one who who may or, or may not be returning because of prior commitments and has already kind of said, I'll just be in some of Season 8, is Kristen Krug. Um So Lana may be a lesser presence in Season 8. Um, so that well, really... it's looking, it's looking pretty definite that Lana will be a lesser presence. Yes. Yes. 
uh, she'll have a presence. It will. It just will not be much in the way in the final years of of uh, John Schneider and Annette O'Toole had. Instead of having full season commitments, they only had thirteen episode commitments. Same with Erica Durant's now. You know that kind of stuff. Same with Laura Vandervoort for that matter. Um, so that kind of leads everybody to believe that if she saw Matt coming back, that is it Rosenbaum or is it Allison Mack? Um, and you know, it has not been written in such a way yet to be told, I guess is the easiest way to say that. Um, contracts can still be signed, you know, up until the day and then they can throw somebody on the set. So, you know, it's not over until Steve sings. Or, Mm -hmm. or it's not over till I sing. That would be the other alternative of that. Yes, very good. So, um, just just stick it to House of L, man, because we'll we'll keep you informed on, uh, on on the website, or or you know here on the podcast on on the latest on who will be returning and who won't be as season eight grows closer. Um, and that being said, we are coming up on the final seven episodes of season seven. The final seven of seven. Hero aired last night, which featured the return of Pete Ross to Smallville. That was episode 13 in the season. We've got Traveler next week, and then the week after that, we've got Veritas. Those were originally supposed to be the two-part finale for season seven, but because the strike is over, we've now gotten five more episodes. So they've been tailored a little bit to work in with five more episodes meshed in, and now episode 20 will actually be our cliffhanger ending um, for the season. But that doesn't mean Traveler and Veritas are any less important because they're probably the two biggest episodes of a mid-season uh, ever. Yes, they. We we have said repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly these are going to be huge episodes. We well, can go back and think about it. I mean, you think about like season three or four or five, the fourteenth, fifteenth episodes of those seasons. Not that important. Um, Cyborg was a big one. But not um, not on this level, not on this yes. playing field. Season right. five, but I mean, you think about the week before that was Tomb, you know, back then. So things things are going to be very things in Smallville are going to change next week, and they're never going to be the same. And it's not going to be like, oh, well, we'll just use recycled dialogue, and you know, I told you you weren't welcome here anymore, Clark. Get out, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's not going to be like that anymore, guys. Things are not ever going to be the same in Smallville after episodes 14 and 15 of this season. And um, I think it's going to be a change for a better. It's definitely going to up the scale, and a lot of people aren't going to see what's coming. Uh, this is huge. I'm excited. Like, I kept, you know, I was excited last night because Pete was back, but the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, God, but one more week till Traveler. Yeah, it's, it's and just, and the preview or the the trailer for Traveler, hmm, um, only served to get me more excited for Traveler. That was huge, wasn't it? Oh golly, that was huge. Face me like a man. So we we are very excited. We're not taking a week off. Don't worry, we will be here all the way through with these episodes because they are going to be gigantic. Uh, did you see the toilets? They're ginormous. They're ginormous. Yeah, they, these are going to be huge, huge episodes, and we, we hopefully will have packed episodes, very detailed ones on all the events of them, because I, I, there aren't words to describe what all is going to happen. They've never done something like this on Smallville before. The, yeah, the, the stops well, you they're know, pulling out. Right. It, and I think that's one of the reasons, and they've done that to an to an extent. 
this entire season. And I think that's one of the reasons this season has been so good. Right. Is that they're just like, whatever we want to do, we're just going to throw out there. Because I think there was the attitude going in that this may be the last season. And um, and so that's why we're getting a lot of these loose ends tied up. That's why, you know, a lot of this stuff is happening. And, uh, you know, and at the time of the writer's strike, when these were going to be the final ones of the season, you know, it was, it was like, well, we got to do something. Right. And, and um, they did in a yes. big way. Yeah. Now, 15 was originally going to have a cliffhanger ending that has now been scrapped. I don't know how 15 ends now, but and I don't know if that ending has been moved to episode 20 or not, but I know that the original cliffhanger ending for Veritas is no longer in the episode. Um, <clears throat> but there's not a whole lot that could change because of time. They've had, you know, while shooting, uh, resume, filming resumed this week um, for the show, so they've had to go back and fix some stuff for Veritas, but they didn't fix much a lot of it's still the same uh i just the ending is 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 going to be different and um we're going to talk a little bit in spoilers not too much because it is it's it's bigger than anything it's bigger than anything they've ever done on the show it's bigger than the justice league it's bigger than, bigger than jonathan kent dying it's bigger than the introduction of the fortress of solitude all the stuff that they're that they're planning for the next few weeks um, so and I concur. I can, you know, and that's the thing. If you're listening right now, you're thinking, "How in the world is this bigger?" Yeah. Than and and I'm telling you, right now. And we're we're saying that blindly. You know, we're just. I mean, to an extent, these are just spoilers that have come out, and you're like, just even the official descriptions for Trailer and Veritas, you're like, oh my gosh, it's about yep. freaking time. Yep. That something of this magnitude is going to happen, and you know it's coming. So we're going to talk more in spoilers. But right now, let's talk about Hero a little bit. And uh, we just want to mention uh, our newest um, uh, uh, sponsor here on Sartwell's House of L, um, Stride Gum. <laughs> and we just we would like to thank uh, Stride for uh, supplying us with uh, 17 years worth of gum here at the offices of House of L. And what the crap was oh, that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, I love. Okay, here's my problem with it. Here's no. Here's the reason I don't have a problem with it. If it had just been an episode where they had done that, I would have been like, "Why? That was just a sellout." But Pete was in it, and Pete's the king of product placement in Smallville, so I was That's okay true. with it. I That's was like, true. Oh, it's good. Okay, Pete's Pete's pimping out the gum, so we're good now. It's it's no problem. <laughs> uh, last night was the return of Pete Ross to Smallville. We have not seen Pete since the episode Forsaken, which was the next to last episode of season three in which Pete leaves Smallville because he's being bullied by some FBI agents to give up Clark's secret. And I have a confession to make right now <clears throat> about that episode. I got choked up when Pete left Clark. Well, yeah. I, I, there was a lump in my throat. There's that song playing, and you're like, man. There were man rough. tears. There uh, were almost well, I mean, man it's, tears. That's, that's a rough moment. Uh, you know, he's the, like, he's like, like I, see I gotta, you around, Clark. I got to get out of here, you know? Yeah. And there's been some instances where Sam Jones III was supposed to make return visits to Smallville in the past. Um, actually, both of them were in season four, now that I come to think of it, which was the season after he left. Um, Pete was going to be on the opposing football team in um, Jinx when the Crows win the championship. Uh, uh, Pete was going to be playing for the other team, and and that didn't work out. And then he was actually going to be Chloe's prom date in uh, Spirit, which was I think four eighteen, four nineteen blank. Yeah, four eighteen. So it's happened. Tried to happen twice before, couldn't work it out. Um, oddly enough, Spirit is another episode with a live band. 
performing. And I just want to, like, uh, two weeks ago, Lifehouse, you know, Lifehouse was in the episode. Two weeks ago, Lifehouse was here in Startville. Uh-huh. Next week, One Republic's in Startville. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking something's up, but that's just my thoughts on the matter. Hmm. So, um, basically, Pete has become a roadie for, um, to the layman, for the band One Republic. I don't listen to new music. I'm, I'm just, you know, give me Led Zeppelin any day of the week, and I'll be perfectly fine. But, okay, so One Republic's apparently this big deal right now. They've got two or three singles out. So I just want you to know, you said Led Zeppelin, and I almost broke into song. It was all I could do to contain myself. Well, that's okay. You can do it. It's, it's, uh, okay. Listen, they can't touch Rick Astley. i tell you that much right now. <laughs> Never gonna give... You know, you just can't... You can't touch that. So... Never gonna give you up. Um, Never gonna let you down. Pete is, is just this roadie, and they just happened to... Well, it really never... And I missed this part. I meant to go back and watch it before we started recording. Maybe you remember. In the scene where Clark and Chloe are in the Daily Planet and Clark's telling Chloe about the destroyed the uh, gum plant, does he say it's in Smallville? I don't... I never... You know, there were two things that I never caught that I should have gone back and watched. Number one was the location of the stride plant. That's what I'm I mean, at. I'm wondering if it was in Metropolis because they never really well, the, said... The other thing I didn't catch is someone said that they said the gum factory was shut down. Yes. Um, yeah, Clark says it's shut down because Chloe makes the comment, well, I guess the freshness didn't last. Well, I got, I didn't, I missed that, I missed that Well, line. I mean, I, I was like, well, all the... And I gotta tell you, if I'm stride, I'm ticked. <laughs> doesn't that, like, hurt sales? Isn't, like, an anti-endorsement? And we put, we put kryptonite we can't in keep our gum. Our, we can't keep our gun factories open and we let kryptonite get all over it. <laughs> we, we're, we're sad. We, um, our gum sucks. So we love you, Stride. Stride. We love you, Stride. Our new sponsor, Stride Gum. Um, what? So the, the Stride Gum Plant has now become a venue for up and coming artists. Hence, One Republic comes. Now, I think, given by the exterior shot, um, they were still very much calling it the Stride Gum Plant. Oh the man, listen, was that was that was a that was a snazzy little. Neon sign Stride had going like outside that, of its old you? gum had, factory. Yeah, they had banners everywhere and all that good stuff. Um, uh, I, I I get the feeling it was in Metropolis. Now, if it was said in small, it's if Clark told Chloe it's in Smallville, I get the feeling they didn't say that. And I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Although you know they're they're always quick to go. Oh, I'm going to Smallville. Oh, I'm going to Metropolis, and it's about three hours away from each other. But um, you know, Jimmy makes the comment, "I'm heading over there right now." And then Clark meets it comes in when Pete's there, and he's been talking. I mean, when Jimmy's there, and he's been talking to Pete. So I have a feeling that it was it was in Metropolis, given the location. Plus, what huge band is coming to Smallville that Lex Luthor didn't bring to the prom? Exactly. So I have a feeling that <laughs> or to this his was, fundraiser. Yes. Yes. Okay. Forgot about the All American Rejects. You son of a um, Wow. That was pretty. Um, so we're in Metropolis at the Stride Gum Plant, and Pete's this roadie for One Republic, and they've been touring around. I don't understand why One Republic was doing a week long venue at the place. They played like three times while we were the whole week. I don't know. Because, under- because every night was sold out. Well, yeah, but I mean, I see sold-out concerts all the time, and they're only there one night. Well, they don't do repeat performances. Yeah, well, sometimes, though, bands will come in. Now, that is that is a fact. Sometimes bands will come in for two or three nights, not a whole week. But not one Republic, right. Steve. They're huge. I was in Atlanta the other week, and Sting was there for two nights, sold out both nights. Sting? Mm-hmm. The Sting? Yeah. 
Sting. Sting. I want to say it was a... I love his name because it's in present tense. It's not Stong. Right. I love his name because it's also that of a wrestler. Um, I want to say it was like a police reunion tour thing that he was on. Now that, you'd have me sold, sold out, out right sold there, out sir. for two nights. And when I heard someone talking about it in a restaurant, I couldn't stop singing Roxanne. I'm sure you couldn't. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty voice, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it, it comes down to this point where Kara, Jimmy has taken Kara on a date. Um, to this place, and she's a little weary because she, she's going off of what Jimmy's telling her that you know they've been dating, and apparently he's taken her to this place before. So either it's been closed for a while, or Jimmy's effing lying. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like Jimmy in this episode at all. Let me let Jimmy, me make let that me, I think Jimmy's more. using Kara's amnesia to move in on her. Jimmy's like, you know, we you know we were about to get married. I had the ring. I was about to propose. We are like a couple of dogs in heat, me and you, care. Good God, Steve. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, that's that's how Jimmy would be. Jimmy is a Smallville. Dog. Jimmy is a horn dog. There it is. I said Jimmy, it. I brought the whipped cream and the w- roses. Exactly. Um, so he's taking her there. She's just not that into it. She can't remember anything. She's been going through a lot since the since actually what happened in Fracture since Lex found her. And but she's very trusting, and Jimmy goes to get a drink, and she's listening to the band, and some stuff starts to fall. But Pete has been gone backstage to find the concert promoter some gum, and I love it because he goes to the DJ and he's like, "Hey, you got any gum?" He's like, "We're in a pl- gum plant, you moron! Look around." <laughs> Genius. So Pete goes and finds some, and here's what. Here's okay, what here's me. my problem with the gum factory being shut Hold down. On. <laughs> Let me, okay, well, hang on. He goes through. The the plastic, you know, the back of the the packing plant. There's a whole conveyor belt full of gum. Right to his right. Yes, he goes for the huge uh, <laughs> flatbed on the other side of the room. He's like, I'm going to get some gum off of that. I'm like, you just were two feet away from a box. Why didn't you get well, that? Well, he saw the open box. I guess. And so Pete's lazy. But here's my thing, and I want to go back to this whole gum factory shutdown thing. Who shuts down a factory and leaves all of your product there? Yeah, I thought that was a little interesting, too. But, you know, we just wouldn't have the episode, if if not. Uh, I think it's a gum factory by day, concert venue by night. That was the way I felt about I it, I think too. it's they on the skids. Have... I think it's on the skids. Well, that was the way I felt about it, too, until Clark made reference of it closing. Right. I just thought they because just had Because Stride is some long-lasting they... gum. Stride ain't going anywhere. They don't have any need for closing plants unless it is. It all goes back to those commercials where they're like, you know, if it's that long-lasting, people won't have to go to a second piece. So they did have to and close And you know what? I'm plant. still on my first piece of Stride ever. Wow, that's too much information. Uh, so Pete finds kryptonite lace gum. He becomes Elastic Man. Sorry, Bruce Campbell. And, you know, this stuff starts to fall on Carrot. Carrot doesn't have her powers, so she will, would have gotten smashed by this stuff. And Pete saves her right as Jimmy takes a picture. I'm sorry, I've never had a camera phone take that good of a picture before. If it wasn't an iPhone, I mean that was cl- that was that that had depth to it. It had feel. You could see Pete in the background. That was a great camera photo he took. Yeah, well, he is a, he is a, a photog. Oh yeah, he's a wonderful photographer. Um, so you know he gets all excited because he's just seen this in action. And as the episode progresses. You know, I didn't even like the um, the Pete and Clark reunion. I did not. Did you? I, no, I didn't. I didn't. All right. Well, well, Pete comes to the Kent farm to find Lionel there, um, which 
it doesn't sit well with him, and Lionel leaves. But but Lionel first, Lionel and Clark have this interaction about Kara and Kara's bracelet, hoping that you know if they can find that, maybe it could jog her memory a little bit. And Lionel's wanting Clark to take Kara to the fortress. Maybe maybe Jor-El could speed up the process a little bit. And Clark's very weary of that because the last time he went to the fortress, he ended up trapped there for several weeks, and Bizarro wreaked havoc in Smallville. So he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to do this, you know, and and Lionel thinks it may be for the best because Lionel wants to tell Kara the truth, and you know she's like maybe we just tell her, maybe we just tell her she's an alien from another planet, and Lionel's like no, you know she's mm. going to see Lex a whole lot. This is a bad idea, and I really enjoy the Kara and Lana scene later in the episode because we haven't gotten to see much of that. But um, Pete shows up at the house, and he comes in, and he and Lana have an interaction. He and Lionel kind of have it off. And then he and Clark just kind of shake hands. It's like, good to see you, buddy. Hey, what's up? It, it's like they've been talking every week, and we didn't get to see it. But they haven't been talking every week. But they haven't, and that's what made me mad. I accepted it at first, and then when they were playing basketball, and I found out they've probably only talked maybe once since he left, I was like, that was the worst reunion I've ever seen. I was really disappointed by it, and it wasn't the way it was written or anything. It was just not the hyped up, you know, I expected this, like, moving music and, you know, the two of them hug. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. But I really expected they've been best friends since they were kids. Right. You know, yep. and then he leaves because because of Clark's secret. It's Clark's, it's his burden, and he has to go. And now he's back in town. It's been over three years since they've gotten to see each other, and they can't even, it, yeah, it's been like three and a half, it's, Almost been four years. Almost four years. You know, and and to not that you can really justify that reunion, but if you if you try to in any way, the only thing I could see is that Pete was really put off that much by Lionel being there, and the and yeah. because Clark knows Pete's feelings toward Luther's, that just put a lot of tension in their reunion. That that's the way I felt about it. Well, in the process of all this, Jimmy's told Chloe about all this. Chloe's looked at the pictures of her computer, but Lex has been stealing all the information from computers in the Daily Planet. Well, that's what the IT department tells Chloe. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if he was just stealing Chloe's information. That would not surprise me at all. Uh, you know, yeah. he's just keeping an eye on her. Lex's eye on Chloe is going to, he's going to be piercing down on her a little bit more over the next two weeks, um, as you'll come to find out. Um, it's going to get the two of them are going to come, come to a head because they had a pretty cool scene in Lex's office anyways. Uh, the, the Chloe versus Lex scene was, um, you could have heard a pin drop in that room. That uh, was, listen, that was an incredible, incredible scene. They always just, they get written the best for. Lionel comes in a close third, but Lex and Chloe always get written the best for. They have the best dialogue, and to see the two of them pounce off of each other like that yeah this is i mean and this is no offense toward any of the other actors on the no, show no. but i also think that they're just able to pull off those roles so oh, yeah. well yeah you know well i mean it, it, like you said it's not against the actors but it is clark's always concerned about saving somebody you know lana's you know torn always between something or something else and there's this hostility with lex towards everything and then, you know, Chloe's just got this spunk about her, so when the two of them are that passionate about something and they go head-to-head, -head, it makes for fireworks in the room. You know, but when when Lex and Lionel do it, it's it's um, just hostility towards one another. When But when Lex and Chloe do it, it's because one of them's passionate about something and the other one's trying to kill it. 
Yep. Yep. Um, so to see that is really cool. Um, so, but Lex has gotten the image of Pete saving Kara. So now he knows about Pete's ability. Um, and then we see a really unnecessary shot of Clark loading all that timber into yet another Toyota truck. And can we say kind of poorly done shot as well? It was a little poor. It looked odd. It wasn't really so much poorly done as it was, it looked... It was awkward. It yeah, he was. It doesn't look, normally look like when Clark's carrying stuff. It just looked weird to me. Well, I, it looked. You could tell that it was the. It was either stuck back in there in a computer, or it, he was physically under this thing that was on some type of crane system. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you could just tell that's what it was, and and, and the wires had been painted out. Well, and so they they go on, and um, Lana's got a blue Toyota truck, I guess, to match Clark's red one, or unless Clark doesn't have the red one anymore. I don't know. That's sweet. Um, but she's going somewhere with all this wood, and I she says Ben will help me unload it, so I would assume she meant Ben Hubbard. Yeah, that's Is what, that I, took, what, that's what I took okay. it to mean, yeah. That was my first uh, initial reaction, too. Um, Clark, we are treated to a Clark and Pete one-on-one game of basketball, which I would have felt uh, disappointed if we had not gotten one. Would have felt cheated. Would have felt a little cheated, although after it happened, I was like, meh, that wasn't that cool anyways. Um, they have a conversation about Jonathan dying, about Lionel and Chloe. And, you know, they, and, the thing is, and, and I'm going to tell you something, and, and, I, and, and maybe this is too soon to interject this type of opinion, but the thing, this is what turned me off to Pete in this episode. I, I was really uninvested in the whole Pete's backstory line because when he looked at Clark said, uh, your dad, he said, he, he didn't even mention your dad dying, didn't say anything about sorry. You know, it was just like... Because he, we know he didn't go to the funeral. Right. It, it would have been like... But the way he mentioned Clark's dad was it almost like Jonathan had just kind of left town. Yeah, it was like, how would you feel about... Uh, yeah, how Luther do you think your dad would your feel about... You know, and it's like, hey, why don't you throw like, my dead father up in my face, Pete? Seriously, why, why aren't you just like... I mean, why is why wouldn't it written like, you know, I was really sorry to, about, to hear about your dad, but... How you feel about uh, how would how do you think he if he was still here how do you think he'd feel about a Luther being in his house it was just never and you have to wonder okay Jonathan died Pete didn't come to the funeral technically Chloe died Pete probably didn't come to the funeral um, when that happened and uh, there's just been no interaction between them and we do find out in this throughout the scene they haven't talked much if at all since he left you know Clark says he's tried calling many times but Pete has not uh, returned a single phone call he's not been back through it all and through Smallville in the least and it's just it is very awkward between them only heightened by the fact that Pete's been chewing the kryptonite gum now Clark you know he and he sees Pete use his abilities and Pete is, says he's gone public with him and if Clark tries to stop him he'll tell everybody about his abilities and you know Clark makes the the reference it's the kryptonite talking you're hyped up on the kryptonite you know how it affects people yeah, we've seen people affected by the power they think they have. But if you notice at the end of the episode, the minute the gum goes out of Pete's mouth, he doesn't have the ability anymore. Yes. He, you know, yeah. the, the, he gets punched by Lex's henchman. He doesn't have the gum anymore. It fly, You see it fly out of his mouth, and then he tries to strangle Lex, and he can't do it again. He tries to reach for him. Therefore, if you don't have the ability anymore, I don't really think you were... I don't think he was hyped up on it. I just don't think Pete's grown as a character. And and there you go. And and I think that's all. That, I think that was my main problem with this episode. Pete's still 
the way he was three years ago. Yeah, we had a we had a similar conversation um, after we saw some of the clips from this on on YouTube. You know, and I and I remember telling you something. This, you know, that it felt like here was an idea we had for Pete that never really got to be used, and so we're just going to throw this in here and you know and tool it and retool it for what is going on this season. And I just that is you know you said it best. There's been no growth, and I have a hard time believing. I don't care how bitter you are with someone, you know, and and there is some bitterness there with Pete. You know the 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 links that he went to to protect Clark, he was glad to go to. But, of course, you know, he said, he told Clark, I left Smallville because of you. Mm-hmm. You're the reason I'm gone. And so there's going to be a little bit, if you let that kind of grow and fester, there's going to be some bitterness, but not to the point of immaturity, I don't think. And and there was just a lot of immaturity on Pete's part, you know. And I always thought there was in the original seasons, but they were in high school. And, you know, it's Pete didn't understand what he was wrapped up in, and I just wanted to be like, you know, if you go back to Dichotic, Clark never wanted to tell you his secret. And you got mad about it. You know, you, you were pissed because Clark never wanted to tell you about his, you know, his abilities. And then you find out and you're like really hurt by this. And now you're you're bitching 4 years later because it's such a huge burden. Well, he didn't want to tell you. And I just want to be like, you know, he Clark went down into the barn, stole the ship so you wouldn't find it, Pete. You know, and so he didn't have to burden you with any of this because he needed to keep it a secret. And then all this time later, you're still angry because about, of uh, yeah about the burden of the secret. Yeah, you know, and and I just think and that just shows immaturity. Well, I think. and I'll, well, and I say this: haven't we seen Pete come to grips with that though already? A couple of times in yes. several episodes, you know? Yes. And so it felt like you know more than recycled dialogue. It felt like recycled conflict here. The highlight of this episode should have been the return of Pete Ross, and it really wasn't. You know, I mean, they really didn't do any justice to the character of Pete because I always liked Pete. I really did. Right. And I appreciated what he brought to the table, and I appreciated the friend that he was to Clark. And so, you know, I told someone I expected a happy reunion, and someone said, well, there'd be no drama. Well, that's fine. I didn't need drama with the Pete Clark thing. How about Pete just show up? You know, and the drama is, why does Lionel know your secret? And let that be the drama between them. And, and they have and to them, team up for something. Right, yeah. There was no team up. That would have been and much I say yet better again, to see I me. say yet again, after 28 thread pages of hero of, of Pete being the hero, Pete was not a hero last night. Not at all. Not at all. Well, as the episode goes on, we find out that Lionel actually is the one that has Kara's bracelet. We don't know how this took place, but he is the he has it in his possession. And Lex, we never know how Lionel does anything that he does. Shades of the magnificent bastard. And Lex get um, blackmails Pete into going to get break into Lionel's safe and get the bracelet for him. Not by threatening to expose his secret, by threatening to expose Chloe is actually a meteor freak. Okay, now refresh my memory. When Chloe found out she was a meteor freak, did Lex know? When she found out she was a meteor freak? Yes. Yeah, it was the same episode. Okay. I didn't I never I didn't remember I I Don't you, know, you remember I had she a gets lapse. she gets taken in and all the rays are put on her and everything? Right. But she doesn't remember it the next day. And then at the end of the episode it's the one um Michael directed it's Freak. Uh, it was the 15th episode last season. At the end of the episode, it shows Lex watching the video on his computer. 
Okay. All right. So he's known all this time, and then and then Progeny, the 18th episode, they had it out. Um, uh, the two of them, Lex and Chloe, had it out about her ability, but not a lot. It's laid kind of dormant between the two of them, and it hasn't been said a whole lot. So he's threatened Pete with exposing Chloe's ability, which really only a couple of people know about, like Clark and, and Jimmy. But Jimmy overhears this because he's in the room, and he's worried about him exposing Chloe. Yeah, the I think the big surprise there is that Jimmy now knows that Lex knows. Right. You know, and so... Um, and Jimmy's just jealous of anybody who has ever been in Chloe's past that is male, ever. I, you know... She's, she's been, he's been mad about Clark since he came to town. He's, he's mad about Pete in this episode. I just, I don't like Jimmy in Smallville. You know, and then, uh, the end of the episode, you know... We come to it, well, it ends up happening, Pete goes, you know, and gets the bracelet, Clark shows up, um, Clark can't believe Lionel has it, Pete uses kryptonite on Clark, although he says he's going to kill Lex, he, he uses kryptonite on Clark to keep him at bay while he can go do this, then Lionel shows up, and that was, I think that was the best line in the whole episode, Lionel shows up and pulls the kryptonite off Clark, and Clark goes, you and me need to talk. But first I gotta go but first I gotta go stop Pete and he runs out real quick. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. Yep. Um but I mean when it comes down to the wire, Pete loses his ability, he tells Lex he tries to kill Lex, doesn't work. Lex tells Lex tells him, you know, to tell him the truth. They start to break his arms. Clark shows up, bad ass knocks out the henchman and Lex. That was probably one of my favorite Clark using his superpower moments. Lex sees something happening but he doesn't know what it is well it's like when lex starts to look around when lex starts to look around it had a very batman-y feel to it if i can evoke the the character of batman here or if we if we want to keep it smallville it has a very green arrow feel to it yeah where where it's just the the stealth aspect was the shadows yeah it's just coming out of the woodwork you know, you don't know where it's coming from, but it's happening. I understand completely what you're saying. And so I really, really, really like that whole scene of the way Clark went Clark on him. He saves Pete. Doesn't really say anything. He's just like, are you okay? And and then automatically Pete's fine. So I don't know if it is, you know, the gum getting knocked out of his mouth makes him calm down or not. But he's like, I guess the upside to knowing about your secrets being able to say thank you. Um and then they, you know, they have their goodbye moment, and he talks about well, wanting to be here. he almost had his arms pulled off for crying out did loud. Did he? Did he break his arm? I mean, it was in a sling, but do you think it was broken? Uh, out of socket. Maybe. Um, and, you know, it comes he down to He tore some it. ligaments. He did. At that. He, and then, he pulled and, some tendons. And Pete leaves. We were also treated his to a His rotator scene. cuff got a little injured. Uh, we got it. Thanks, Steve. And then, you know, we're treated. <laughs> we're treated to the Kara and Lana scene in the loft where Kara's going through stuff to find out more about Clark because she's told Lex she doesn't trust Clark or Lana. and um, Which was a she, good scene between those two. Yes. And she just she tells Lana to flat out tell her everything that's going on. And Lana wants to, as what we saw earlier in the episode, but she can't. She almost does. She opens her mouth like she's going to, but she hesitates and... Kara gets mad and leaves. And I, and I want to say something here about Lana at this point. I have been in my circle of friends and on Geek Out Online and other places a little critical of the character of Lana, you know, in the past. And, and I've never really gotten behind her. Season 7 has kind of changed that for me, even with her evilness at the beginning, you know, yeah. in, her, in her Lana cave. I have really, you know, and this was one of those things that kind of cemented that for me. You know, last night 
we saw again Lana really wanting to do what was best because honestly, sitting down with Kara and telling her would be best. The most awkward thing of the episode last night was not Pete. It was that scene in the Kent farm at the beginning with Lionel and Lana in the same room. Yeah, yeah. You, you know there was that hostility yep. because Lana, because Lionel's making making is coming up with ideas, and Lana's even like, as much as I hate to admit it, he's right. Blah 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 blah. It's a very awkward scene, and it was supposed to be, but that and and uh, you know that's why. And so I thought that was pretty neat. But when we come down to the wire here, um, Jimmy and Chloe get back together just about, which what a bastard because I mean, what do you, what a jerk. Seriously, I mean, you you come to the fact that. You left Chloe pretty much for Kara. Yeah, I, I don't. It's not the secrets. It's not Clark. It's not any of that. The the minute he decided to to end it with Chloe, is when Kara came into town. Mm-hmm. Because he was he was hot for Kara, and that's all that came down to. And then, you know all those people that are like, oh, it's like, oh no, he he just he he felt like she didn't trust him and all this stuff. B.S. Exactly. Kara came exactly. and he, he couldn't stop. He couldn't stop drooling. Because he gawked at her every time she walked in a room, and he actually had a shot with her. I don't know how that happened, but you know, and that's and 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 now she can't remember him, and he's like, instead of like, instead of being there work, for, her, instead of being yeah, there, he's for, like, going to help her through it. Well, I'll stay here and rot. I'm gonna go back to Chloe. That's right. And I was just like, <sighs> well, you know, and also I'll say this: I I like Aaron Ashmore, and I like his oh, approach. Oh yeah, yeah. And I like his approach to Jimmy. In the funny moments, you know, in the moments where Jimmy gets a little awkward, a little silly, you know, uh-huh. I uh-huh. really, he he endears that character to me. But the right. way this character has been written overall with stuff like that just really bothers me. I just felt weird because that one, okay, I would almost expect that of him now. Let me say that, I almost expect him of that now. It was Chloe so willingly going back to him. And I know she was hurt by him, and I know she really likes him. So maybe, I don't know if that's just a girl thing or not, but she automatically just goes, she's automatically like, yeah, let's go get coffee. Well, you know, come I'm on, it's like, a girl come thing. On. It's come a girl on, thing. It's a girl thing. Come on, Chloe. Come on. Come on, Chloe. I said come, come on. on, Chloe. Come on, Chloe. Get with it. And oh, then we're treated to a really... I don't reckon I'd go back to that boy. Hey. <laughs> uh, then we're treated to a really... A musical montage at the end. Um, it's too late for chocolate pie. Uh, Clark takes the bracelet, late. hides it in his little nook in the barn. I like it. that's his Kara hiding box beneath the. <laughs> that's the true. Barn. That's his Kara hiding place. Uh, it's like I put all her secrets here, so she can't find them. But you know, before he did that, what about Kara going to Lex? Well, no, that was after. Oh, was it? That's how it ended. Yeah, yeah. The, the when the musical montage starts, oh, it's yeah. Jimmy and Chloe going to get coffee. Then I was just slow-mo. thinking that was a, that was the end because it was all in slow mo. Yeah. Then slow mo Clark, and then we get to Lex. Lex is staring at the stained glass window of um with that V symbol. of his of his family crest, and we've got the the V, which is um. Alluded to be Veritas. Mm-hmm. It stands for Veritas. The sim- well, the whole symbol seems to be the seal. It's his, or yeah, the, the Luther for the what Veritas. What Veritas is, but it's all part of the Luther family crest. Because mm-hmm. we see earlier, he's playing with a figurine that has it on there that he painted as a child. We saw. In fact, that actor that we have not said that that actor that played Lex, the, the kid from Fracture, will be returning in Veritas in a flashback. 
Um, and he's the his new woman comes in, which I always like Lex's hench women, and <laughs> in, in like in the comics and the animated series and all that stuff. And Miss Tessmacher, you know, I just always enjoy <laughs> his his feminine side. Mr. Luthor, Miss Tessmacher. Um, so she comes in and she says they're talking about the constellation on the or the alignment of stars on the family crest, and she says the last time that they were in that alignment was the day of the first meteor shower. Hmm. And she goes, oh, and there's something else, and they start to turn the page, and Kara walks in, and it's like, oh, well, we'll talk later. Do-do-do-do-do. And Kara comes in, she's like, can I stay with you? Because uh, I don't feel safe there anymore. And Lex will just open up his house to any women, anywhere, right. anywhere. But can I say how weird it was for Lex to walk over to the library doors and shut them when she says that? Extremely. <laughs> It was very creepy. Like. It's almost like, yeah, you can stay with me, but first we got to take care of some business. We go play doctor. You know, it was just, <laughs> it was, that was a little weird. He had that weird down smirk on, the on couch, his face. Carrot, because I'm going to play your. Wow. Doctor. Okay, we don't need to go that far. But it was very. It's too late for chocolate pie. <laughs> it was, it was weird. So that was Hero. Definitely not the best episode of the season. I'd have to say it. Just a lot of stuff felt out of place, and a lot of stuff felt forced i guess is the it, best way to say it it was my least favorite episode of the season no was not mine um i still go with fierce see i disagree well that's just because you like supermodels i mean no, I no too, it's just but... because it's just because i had low expectations for fierce oh you, you know i mean with... i'm sorry to me you went in with hero with high expectations well i went into hero you know saying... why you know why? Why? It was that freaking Fred. It might have been. Fred. I kept it was that expecting freaking to see, thread on the forums. I expected to see the Green Lantern, Blue Beetle, Hal Jordan. Hey, they called P- Jimmy called Pete Elastic Man. He yeah yeah. Called him, did he say Plastic Man? No, he said Elastic. But yeah. still, I mean, there is. Well, because but, Jimmy um, was a last lad. True. But yeah. um, no, I you know I'll, I'll be honest. I'll tell you what. Really, it's the return of Pete Ross. It was right. the, it was supposed to be the return of a vital character for one episode to this show, and instead of getting a great team up with Pete and Clark, which which you really, I think, should have been seen for a return of Pete type episode, unless he was just going to make a cameo, you know, then I don't know. I just was very disappointed what we got with the return of Pete, and that yeah. caused it to yeah. be my least favorite episode. Well, I, I, I can guarantee you that Traveler Veritas won't be. Bad, so that I guess, uh, depending on what happens in the final five episodes, which we have two of those titles and one ounce turn spoilers um, for episode sixteen and seventeen, um, I can guarantee you won't be disappointed by Traveler and Veritas. Which, if nothing more, Hero set up Traveler and Veritas very well with the constellation, the Kara's bracelet, Lionel um, having the bracelet, Lionel having the bracelet. Oh, I loved that line. You and I need to talk. That was just great. <laughs> That was well, it was so. Line. I mean, it's like there are these moments where Clark just flashes as Superman. Yeah, you know. I mean, that was very. I could see him hovering outside Lex's office, cape flowing in the wind, arms crossed, going, "You yeah. and I need to talk." That yep. was that was it right there, and uh, I loved it. But uh, that was Hero, and uh, we've got some spoilers coming up uh, after this. Feels good to be back, uh, everybody. Thanks for understanding while we were gone. If you want to check out more from us, always go over to smallvillepodcast.com. Also get us there at housevelpodcast.com. It's our home on the internet. You can go to our forums, forums.housevelpodcast.com, which is um, a hodgepodge for uh, freaks. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot more going on than just Smallville talk on the forums. 
There's a lot more going on than just talk on the forums. I'll tell you that much right now. I think, uh, the, you know, the, you, you know, can learn like, how to snort. You can learn how to you snort. You can learn how to snort. It's like Match.com over there. There's some people trying to hook up, and it's, it's quite disturbing, I think. Decent. Well, I also hear there's some people trying to start some shoe rumors about people hooking up, sir. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? I'm talking about you. Me? Yeah. Hey, listen. I got in the chat the other night, and all I know is there was a bidding war going on for you. It was like That's because shoe. you had already been won. It was like shoe bachelor party to the highest bidder. I was like, I got ten bucks on Steve, and I was—I didn't put ten dollars down on you. I started the bidding for you because I wanted you to get a high bid. What am I um, bid? But you know, I was—I was proud of you, son. You just—you <laughs> look good in that suit. You got out with who won you, by the way? I have no idea. Uh, they um, stopped bidding when I came in. It's like my presence just overwhelmed them all. That lucky guy or girl is, is going to be. They're going to get to hang out with me in the red shirt. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's all it comes down to. We're going yard sale shopping. That's right. I got some polyester clothes to buy, yo. Oh, always mail us at mail at housefeltpodcast.com. Traveler and Veritas are going to be uh, big episodes. We've got a lot of emails to cover um, and those and a lot of stuff. Oh, oh, it's just going to be huge. Um, so a lot of stuff to do. So let us, uh, let's, uh, let's just end it right here, man. Let's, let's go on some spoilers. Thanks everybody for this week. We're shutting her down. We, we're closing out. If you don't want to be spoiled, we'll see you guys next time. Geekoutonline.com. Bye everybody. to the earth turn over the son of krypton you don't know what you're doing it's time to find some answers we have to save clark i'm ready to make a deal what's happening come out here and face me smallville followed by reaper all new this thursday at 8 7 central on the cw all right, and what you may or may not have just heard is the trailer for uh, audio trailer for um, Traveler because I don't know if it's up yet. Hey JC, I'm sorry you did not like this episode, but Stride Gum Stride Gum appreciates all you do to better you know website. Also, I do want to mention I, I meant to mention this in the show, so I hope a lot of people are listening, and I will mention it again in, in uh, Traveler um, the definitive Smallville soundtrack, which is a very in depth. Uh, Every song, piece of music that's ever been used on Smallville is now at svfan. I think it's smallvillesoundtrack.svfan.com. You can find everything. If you just go to svfan.com, there's banners up all over the place for it. But any song from any episode, any scene that was ever used, it's there. And it's up to date, so check it out. Um, oh, man, Traveler tra- trailer. Wow. A lot of stuff to take in. Um, we see Clark getting bombarded. Um, by some guards. Um, it almost looks like they're kind of tasering him, but, you know, when that thing shoots out and they taser somebody, yes. uh, this looks more like it would be kryptonite. Kryptonite tipped. 
Kryptonite um, tip taser. He is he's locked in a kryptonite cage. And uh, there's a few other flashes of some pretty amazing stuff. We see a girl in an umbrella uh, talking to somebody, demanding that the son of Krypton be turned over. That is actually the daughter of Virgil Swan. That is Patricia, Patricia Swan. Swan. Uh, uh, presumably talking to Lionel. We're not too sure about that, but yeah, that is what's being hinted at. Um, just some huge... We see a lot of destruction in this episode. The Fortress of Solitude, we see Kara and Chloe at the Fortress of Solitude. Huge stuff. Let's get into the official description for that right now. Uh, Lionel kidnaps Clark. He arranges to have Clark kidnapped and held in a kryptonite-lined cell at a Luther Court facility. After Chloe and Lana find a military electric probe at the farm, they confront Lionel, who throws suspicion onto Lex. Chloe and Lana take Kara to the Fortress of Solitude and beg Jor-El to restore her memory as she is the only one who can save Clark. So next week is going to be huge, guys. Um, if Veritas, I mean, Veritas is huge, but before, this is going to be the biggest episode this season. Traveler, before getting to Veritas. Um, thus far, of the 14 episodes that have aired, Traveler is going to be the biggest. Yes, I agree, I agree. Well, and can I tell you? And again, it's it's the I'm the sucker for the hero, you know that kind of thing. The the last shot of that trailer where Clark is in the cage and he's like, "Come out and face me," you know. Yeah. And you see Lionel, um, not probably not from the same scene, but he's holding that huge lead pipe looking thing. Yeah. Now, um, the person who is actually keeping Clark hostage is not uh, Lionel. I mean, Lionel has apparently arranged this. There are some reasons people are automatically like, oh, the Magnificent Bastard's back. There's some reasons Lionel is doing the things he's doing. They may not be honest reasons. They may not be good things that he's doing, but they're legitimate reasons. And he's kind of protecting Clark and kind of hurting him at the same time while covering his own skin. Hold on just one second. Molly, wake up. She's snoring. Um, She was dreaming, and it was getting on the microphone. She was, <laughs> it's getting on the microphone. Um... But there's a guy named Pierce that's actually going to be keeping Clark uh, under wraps for the time being. And I don't know what this electric probe has to do with everything, but it's it's uh, it's it's in the um, the barn, I do believe. And Kara still doesn't have her memory back, and, and it, it I, it's Lana that's probably going to push Chloe. You know, they can't find Clark. He's apparently been taken. Lionel believes Lex has done it. Um, Kara's protecting Lex at this point because she's living with him, and that they're like, "That's it, we're going to the fortress." You know, it's like girls' day out at the fortress. They they're gonna go to the cave. Let's take gonna... a picnic to the fortress. We can have a pillow fight. Um, <laughs> so Lana must snowball fight. Lana must know where Clark keeps the key. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure she does. I'm sure Chloe yeah, knows. Probably. You're probably well. Yeah, because we've seen her use it before. Yep. Um, it's been traded around a few more times since then, but I know definitely in um, Fortress uh, from season well, five. Well, he left it behind. He left it in the cave that time. That's true. That's true. I did forget about that. So, so. Uh, they go to the Fortress and beg jor so we will see Terrence Stamp. We'll not see him, but we will hear Terrence Stamp next week, which is huge. This is all you leading up. to me, Chloe Sullivan. This is all leading up to Veritas. I don't want to read the official description for Veritas because I want to save it for next week because it's so huge. Yes. But um, let's talk about the aspect in Veritas everybody's been talking about, and that's a death. The original, the death that was supposed to happen, the death that is happening for season seven, 
was originally planned for Veritas. It has now been moved to episode 16, which is called Descent. Uh, episode 16 is called Descent. Episode 17 is called Sleeper. The death from Veritas has, has now been cut out of that episode. Some scenes have gone back to be refilmed for it, and the death will actually take place in the 16th episode of the season. Um, now, uh, when traveling Veritas Air, we're going to get a two-week break. April 3rd and April 10th will be repeats of Siren and Fracture. And then on April 17th through May 15th, it's a new Smallville all the way. Fracture, Descent, I mean, uh, sorry, not Fracture, but Descent, Sleeper, Episode 7, 18, 19, and 20. I mean, 7, 18, 7, 19, 7, 20. I'm a dummy today. Um, so it's huge. It's just, yes. you can't, oh, you you just, everybody's underestimating the the hugeness that's not a word the, the you know the grand scale that Veritas has been set on they've definitely put it on a pedestal and uh pff, huge can't wait to talk about it and we can talk more about it in spoilers next week but um that's it for today's episode everybody um thanks that's for, all we got guys that's it bye uh thanks for staying with <laughs> us while over the break i appreciate everybody understanding steve and i needing a little time off and we'll see you guys next time bye everybody see you guys <laughs>